0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club.
0: Kyogo Furahashi is finally back amongst the goals as he and Jota inspired Celtic to a vital 2 0 win against Ross County in the Highlands. The result takes us a massive step closer to reclaiming the Scottish Premiership title at the first time of asking, with now just four league games remaining. This is episode 66 of the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino, and this week I'm joined by Miff and James to cover all things Celtic. Miff, do you want to get your wee Greg Taylor bit
1: in just now, or do you want to wait till a wee bit later on in the show? Uh, Hello Tino, hello James, hello guys, Uh, I'll I'll leave that to you, Tino is the the host of the most. Um, Just very pleasing to get the the points in the bag, Um, absolutely no doubt, uh, Given the events of last week and then Rangers subsequently running winning with 10 men, there was a lot of noise, um, a lot of noise that by the end of the game, yesterday, Sunday was extinguished. And I think that's just what had to be done. I think it says a lot about the mentality of the team, they're able to shut everything out and just get the job done. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was one at all costs on Sunday,
0: James. It was, you know, performance as a bonus, but huge result on the day, wasn't it?
2: It was but it was just, it was professional from start to finish There was no panic, they played their own game They weren't phased by any occasion, any outside noise It shows you the outside noise, whatever it is, isn't getting into this team at all Whether they're blocking it out or they're just not seeing it They're not phased by it at all, they did their job and got the three points
0: Yeah, I think we spoke last week about Ange just keeping the noise away from the team And just kind of keeping it in-house
1: And the noise comes in many forms, it can be the press Or it can be fireworks outside a soundproof hotel (laughs) how <laughs> uh, dangerous that, apparently. Um, but as you say, it was an interesting week in the
0: media just in terms of the general build-up, you know, some of the usual suspects doing the rounds and rumours, are, are not rumours, but you know, headlines about helicopter Sundays and the pressures all on Celtic. Different narratives as well, you know, um, banana skin, Ross County only one loss in 11, Charles Regan Cook top scorer, all the pressure on Celtic, but they just got on with their business didn't they?
1: They did and I think if you if you look back on that, that first goal there's, there's a lot to like about it In terms of McGregor's pass Shot a drop in the shoulder and, and then dare I say a, a Larson-esque header f- f- For a Larson, hash right. in the way that he's mm-hmm. hung in the air and, and bulleted it in So yeah I, I think it came at the right time um, Early in the game And I think after that we really put our, our, our stamp on the game Unfortunately though as we'll go on to discuss You know not taking those chances Made it Probably a bit more fraught than it had to be. Um, I've seen the BBC taking a hefty amount of stick for describing the the victory as nervy, but yeah. I think the, the 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 second half until the goal probably is nervy purely for the point of view. You haven't put the game to bed. It, it, it's, at stake. it's not yeah, it's not it's not nervy in the sense that you're under loads of pressure for county. It's just that until you get the second goal, it's not done.
2: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what you would describe as a. And typical Nervy win You know It was like Fraught And we just got It kind of thing But it's It's one You've you got two Opinions on this you get what you think And then If the media yeah. says Like I, yeah, I said to you yeah. Yesterday after yep. the game I said you know It was a potential Banana skin Stephen Thompson Said in sports And I was like Outrageous <laughs> <laughs> How dare you How dare <laughs> we'll he We'll say it But you won't <laughs> I'll
0: decide what's Nervy right. BBC <laughs> Yeah, right. But it, I think the, the more interesting point about that in general though, is the different narratives when Rangers get their win and when Celtic get their win. You, you just match up the headlines and it's Rangers take a huge three step closer to Celtic and then it's uh, Celtic one nearly. You know, it's, it's, it seems to be different stuff at play. But we will not moan about that. we will more about that another week. Um, as Miff says, James really good first half. You know, really intense, really dominating. You know, stats wise, seventy six percent possession, eleven goal attempts v one from Ross County, six corners. Were you
2: impressed with that opening 45, you know, the, the general tempo and intensity? Yeah, I mean, they should have been 4-5 up at half time. Let's not be kidding ourselves. Um, and I don't think it was even terrible finishing. It was just moves that didn't come off. Like, Maeda's one, Kyogo could have had three. You know, there was there was others as well. I thought they were just linking and flowing well together. And if they'd got that same level of performance in the second half, it would have been a, a much more comfy 3-4-0. Yeah, I bet Kyogo has got a hat-trick, Math. Did you? It did not work out for me.
1: Oh, well you you were in you were in my shout, son. <laughs> um I, I thought the, the highlight the first half for me was the the wee glimmer of the link up play between Maeda and Furahashi. There was more yeah. than more than a few what occasions I? of looking for each other and it seemed to be almost a telepathic understanding. So um Maeda's touch generally seems to be the, the issue it seems to run a wee bit too far away from him. at times. Other times he he controls it, but he's he's one of those players much like a as well a tendency when they're, they're in full four just to take a, a bit of a dodgy touch but overall probably been a bit harsh I mean Kogo should be burying the one that um, keep spelled spilled um, also the one I think I thought it was a great chance the one that might just kind of cut back to him in, inside the box he skied yeah. over the bar I, I think yeah. if he's just you know a bit of technique and he's, he's scoring that he seemed to kind of thrash at it but overall listen we've got to, we've got to dwell too much in, in the negatives I think it the, the game was all about mentality, the mentality that we showed. I think the most pleasing thing for me as a fan, you're wondering what the, what the mindset is of the team. That There was no change in tempo, there was no change in the way they went about their business. Um, I thought Carter Vickers in particular was, was, was really, really solid. Starfield for the most part was was solid and, and I know you've mentioned uh, Taylor but I, I do think it's worth mentioning that he, he kept um, Regan Charles Cook really quiet but also I, I think he's what he's often pilloried for is his use of the ball and I thought yesterday in a tight park when space was at a premium he did generally use the ball pretty well obviously still there, there was times he was put under pressure but it's going to happen with the way that we play we do ask a lot of their full backs but, but I thought in particular he stood up to the, the challenge that he faced yesterday did really well they're physical they look to try and get the ball in behind quickly playing off the kind of big guys that they've got up front Taylor clearly gets targeted um, for that but you know he, he finds ways to handle it And I mentioned for that Should also go to Starfield as well Because Starfield's always quick To come over yeah, and cover him problem, for, the, yeah. for the switch what about
0: the, the for what about the one Taylor ballooned over the bar For 35 yards Great effort I thought effort. Keeper dived Got excited <laughs> Keeper dived <Got> <laughs> Had to make
1: sure he had it covered I think because he scored last week He thought Ask me a goal scorer now oh, yeah. He had a chance to shoot Just before that And he, he, he carried the ball in And played, played it wide So I think he thought I'm in hot form <laughs> I need you go for it <laughs> Aye So Ange was asked About the mentality Coming into this
0: game After no doubt A, a disappointing result At Hamden. Um It was suggested to him That Celtic's momentum Had been halted So he replied We never lost momentum We lost a cup semi-final In extra time We've been very good For a very long time And that's why we sit Where we sit And he's right isn't he You know we, we spoke last week About panic stations And knee-jerk reactions And you just know That Ange was saying Yep yeah, it's disappointing But it's one game It's one result We don't change our approach For anybody
2: yeah, your, your league form doesn't get disrupted by knockout football. That's There's two totally different things. You know, knockout can go against you as it did at Hamden that Sunday. So you just kept the feet in the ground, nice level heads and sent them out to do the job that they know they can do.
0: And we did. Yeah. League form, James, I'm sure you've heard that in the last 24 hours. But of Celtic's last 28 league games, we've now won 24, drawn four, lost zero. Title one and form they call it, Muff. Uh, Jota's goal V Ross County Was our 125th goal Of the season Impressive in itself It was also Interestingly the 12th league goal We've scored in the final 10 minutes of games yeah. And that's so important Isn't it You know We've gone about The now cliche Of we never stop But it is so important To get these These crucial goals You can talk about You know A bad as late winner And a variety of others Across the season But they stack up And they play such An important
2: part Especially when You've got Media commentators telling us that we tire in the last 10 minutes Where are all the goals coming from then? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if anyone fancies doing this, the, a league table between November and, November and February That'd be interesting That's where Ferguson says league titles are won And that's when we really hit our form in that period And we're just carrying it on So I don't have a league table between November and February But I do have the wee mini table you might have seen So top it's uh,
0: the top six yeah. So Celtics results against the other top six clubs Celtic they've all now played sixteen. Celtic have won thirteen of them, drawn one and lost two. Uh goals for thirty two goals against just seven and points forty. Go should on, be F-
1: noted the two defeats came in, I think, the first three four league games. Mm.
0: Yeah, it'd be Rangers and Hearts in the yep. first whatever it was. Uh, Rangers are our next closest. Uh of the sixteen they've played, they've only won eight. So we've won thirteen, they've won eight. They've drawn five and they've lost three. What points then? they on 29 So it's out of a possible 48 We've got 40 or 48 Rangers have got 29 Big. So it's like a wonder And you know It certainly dispels in Arab as well That uh, you know They've somehow Kind of uh, uh, We've stolen this league in, I And how dare that, we I mean
2: keep that going it's As long a, as you can It's been a very different narrative, yeah. Very different noise Last 24 hours hasn't it The Dodgers are going to be uh, Wearing kangaroo suits At Halloween And you'll be sacked with Christmas Miff.
1: It's. I think it's just One of those ones Where you know When you're, when you're hurt You lash out and I think Rangers fans just have not seen this. They've been in complete denial of what's happening in front of them, and sometimes it's hard to admit that the feelings are closer to home, um, which they are on their part because they've just not handled the relentless pressure that we've put on. And you can, you know, you can say what you want about whatever side you're on when you support Celtic and you support Rangers. The facts are there for everyone to see. Celtic have maintained a, a really, really high level. And and Rangers just haven't been able to match it. Now they've had their own troubles to seek change of manager and a fairly appalling January transfer window. But that's that's their choice as a club to to do what they've done. Um, it, it's come back to bite them. By the same token, that the decisions Celtic have made in the summer have just paid off so handsomely. It's unbelievable. I mean, you mentioned there the, the quote for He is just such a an exceptional figurehead. Um. And someone who 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 gets it, and and when you say that, not just about the football that that we play, it just gets the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, how he communicates with the fans, how the players communicate, you know, and and act together. That they are very much a team together. It's so important. Even the lone guys seem to be a, a huge part of that, and you can tell that it's just you know it's they're just as one. It was so important for us to display that after last season and give us a team that the fans could have faith in again we would have all been happy just challenging this year but to do what we've done and put the run together that we have nobody could really have seen it coming nobody no. could have seen that coming and least of all Rangers
0: because exactly after that I think it's caught them by surprise and it's it's great it's
1: good to see I, I mean I, I must say I'm extremely happy yeah mm. you look at um, I, I like to try and keep it myself Remotely professional as I can
0: I hear you uh, Let's take a look at Kyogo Furahashi So that was his first start Since the St Johnson game on Boxing Day And obviously his, his first goal He was delighted as well You've seen yeah. the, kind of, the real buzz about him as his 17th goal of the season The goal in itself As you, as you touched on at the top of the show there is It is a brilliant goal The the zip out to Jota from Callum McGregor Exceptional Just a really mm. crisp pass Don't downplay the importance of Tony Ralston's run as well So he overlaps on the right hand side And actually takes two Ross County kind of defenders with him Foolish, because Yakavite, the big centre half, is one of them. What he's doing, trying to get there, is is beyond me, and it leaves Kyoto just to find his feet and curl in. What has been described as a, a striker's dream It is perfect, but he's still got you know Kyogo in the box. I've, I've checked the, the details. Five foot seven Kyogo versus six foot one Keith Watson, but he just positions himself perfectly. If you watch the highlights, there's an angle that shows Kyogo just before Jota swings it in. He glances behind himself, maybe A check offside and B check where the other defender is, and he just positions himself perfectly,
2: and it's it's a brilliant goal. It really is, and and that's we've got been missing it because uh, Jack and Marcus has, has picked up the baton kind of thing, but it's just lovely to see that football intelligence. You know that the movement, and Matthew touched on it earlier the movement between Maeda and Kyogo as well. You know that they're interlinking, they're, they're making different runs when they see the other ones going to a different position. But for that particular goal, it was just that awareness and it's only a glance he needs. And it is, you know, the, the talk of Larson stuff, the, the the similarity that people are looking at is Larson's awareness of where he was and who was around him and where he needed to be is what got him so many goals mm-hmm. and sublime talent. And hugo has got that awareness. It's huge.
0: I think as well, it's no coincidence that you start to see an almost immediate uplift in Jota. Jota was exceptional ah, at Ross County and they two linked up so, so well in the early part of the season. Now, you can't blame... Kiogo missing for some of Jota's poorer form and he wasn't great against Rangers the previous week but these early LA calls last week about Jota will need to go he's not good enough he doesn't have the heart for it he's played such an important part in this season for us late goals against Ross County very important late, late goal against Aberdeen I think in October really crucial two other goals up at Pataudri beyond that he's been such a big player for us and I think guys like him and O'Reilly and, and Maedi that you've mentioned there they're going to thrive on playing with Kiogo
1: Absolutely, the one overriding thing for me is, I just think we've got ourselves an absolute superstar, mm-hmm. and I know that might seem like a very obvious statement, but I mean, not just a, a kind of Johnny-come-lately type that will be away in 18 months, I, th- I think we've got a guy that we can really build a team around for the next three years, um, just so exciting to see him back, and to see he, he brings a certain vibrancy to the team, not that to discount the work that Jacky and might have done in his absence, um, because I think when, when we look back at the, the signing of Maeda and the emergence of Jacques Marcus later in the season, um, it, it seems like when required, different players have stepped up to the yeah. plate when we've really needed them to. Whether it be Hart when he's come in, Juranovic and Ralston when they've had to dovetail, Taylor himself, you know, taking on what would be a new role for him, um, Starfield. And Carter Vickers forming a partnership, which has been the the, and heart as well, you would include that being the foundation of the team. The way the midfield swapped around, you know, every midfielder bar probably McCarthy and Araguchi have have come in and and played a role. It's just it's been a real genuine team effort. But the cherry on top is just that touch of class and Furuhashi coming back at such a vital stage, regardless of how good a player you are yourself, you know, whether you're playing fives, whether you're playing sevens, whether you're playing amateur when your best player comes back into the team, it's all for everybody.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. You're right, James, Jackamakis has, has been impressive in his own right, particularly since the, the turn of the year there, but you can't deny the, the different level and the different quality that Kyogo gives you.
2: No, there, there is a star quality that comes with him. Um He does have a bit of an aura, you know, in terms of lifting other players, lifting the fans, lifting the, the whole... Our best. ...stadium, the best, aye. Um, and I'm not saying... Jackamakis doesn't have a, he definitely has a presence, but there's just something special about, about Kyogo. Get it on record, huge Jackamakis fan. And I, I think this is where we're going to be spoiled for the next, you know, hopefully two, three years or, or more. We're going to constantly see Kyogo starting, is starting. It might depend on the opposition, the game, or how they're feeling, but you're going to see both of them at different times in the game. And I loved seeing the big man coming on yesterday as well. Yeah,
0: uh, he's, he's, got a huge part to play as well. It's not just that he's a forgotten man all of a sudden. He, well, even just in the
1: short, you know, four games we've got left and beyond, he's got a huge part to play for Celtic. Absolutely, and to the point where I'd seen a few accounts debating, who'd he start against Rangers? It's not a case of people feeling that Kiogo should automatically start. The debate is would you start Jacques Makis on the basis of how well he's played against Rangers the past twice? Um, is that actually possible you might see the team Start against strangers, but well, I think anyway, mine is shorter. I Make think you might go My Maida for a Jacky Marcus.
0: Well, I tell you what, young man, we're going to get to that a wee bit a later, later on, on in the show. You've jumped the gun Aye. again. And I'm going,
1: I'm going, that? I'm going to that? be that one. Where's that agenda? No, 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 we'll, no, no. We'll come, I'm we'll not saying, we'll I'm come not come saying it. it's the right we'll thing. I'm it. just I'm just saying it could happen. We'll get to all of that. <laughs> we'll move on to that. Um Another
0: thing that I thought was good, just a wee bit of fun, um, but you'll have seen Jota doing Kyogo's trademark celebration with him, you know, the wee triangle mushroom. mushroom, and it's just a wee, well is it, that, that's, it's the no, nah, it's not the haircut. Do you know why they do the Did celebration? You, Kyogo said that. No, 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 no. He said it last week. Why do you think they do the wee celebration? Um... You don't know when that's cool, right? So for the YouTube viewers, this is a symbol for the number eight, not a wee guy underneath it, but this is a symbol for a number eight and Kyogo started doing it when he got the number eight shot. And that's the whole reason behind it. What's the, what's the mushroom? you all say they a mushroom here cutting they did a mushroom? My you had a mushroom back in the day, didn't he? I
1: did, yeah. Uh, how hair was it? Curtains. Any evidence you can uh, post on the socials? Potentially. I won a dancing competition in Jersey at Pontons. <laughs> With that, That's With uh, uh, I think just, I won the, the judges. <laughs> that's a spin-off show on its own right, I, also, I also won the pool competition as well.
0: We'll get to all of that in the mid-season break. We'll catch all of these interesting stories. I I think that's a bit of filler. filler. Yeah, the point though I'm making about Jot and Kyogo, you'll you'll have seen Juranovic, you know, doing the wee celebration with Maeda at times as well. It just shows a real unity and a real team spirit. I know that's a small thing, but you see any time somebody scores as well, they're all round them together. You know, every player to man, sometimes including Joe Hart. There's just a real spirit in the team. And, you know, we spoke about, you know, in earlier shows about how it's one thing signing all these talented players. You need to be doing something special behind the scenes in terms of your culture and and just your whole ethos to make sure these guys can can mold together. Yeah. And it's
2: been it's been so impressive. We were talking close season, and I was very much of a a Scots death policy in the summer. Anyone who was there last year, Aye. kind of thing. I can recall. And, and and you're like, James, you can't sign twelve guys and expect them all in it together so quickly. And they did. So I, but you wanted, I, I, th- I think we're all, you wanted twenty guys, <laughs> it I'm, I'm just, McGregor, the cleaners.
0: Take them Do ladies a lot Aye Roger, she's done, done. done Everybody yeah, yeah. Look, um, As I say, we've got the tapes We can check all of us so. uh,
2: No, you don't need the tapes I'm telling you I said yeah. it right now. <laughs> So, nobody was Beber. right Is what I'm saying We were yeah. hurting James We were yeah. hurting yeah.
0: It was
1: understandable
2: um,
0: Back to the football So in terms of that second goal Obviously it's Jotter that finishes off He's shown real desire At the back yeah. post He's shown an alertness And Again, you can't discredit The great touch That abara
1: took the only thing that he didn't want to be fair he was rotten wasn't he oh (laughs) jeez him and Turnbull were having a competition to see who was the most useless Yeah,
2: Yeah. Turnbull gets a pass mark coming back from injury I'm not sure Abadda's recently lost his missies apparently he's he's cut deep the B man's struggling
0: hopefully that touch yesterday like back back. track, yeah. Yeah. But it was also just generally A clever throwing A clever routine So they've, they've worked on something That gets a bad in that space His first touch is great Second touch just clips Into the path of Jack and Marcus Who does well Just to get his body You know round And clips the bar Some save actually it's a, it's a fingertip onto the bar And then Jota just shows the, the reactions to get there Ahead of the fullback He was also delighted Wasn't he You could see just the, the joy He's not scored for a while and he, he let off a bit of steam when he did, didn't he? He did.
1: Um, I, I do one of my favourite celebrations in football is the karate kick off the corner flag. Um, obviously not one I've been able to perform because I can't really get that high off the ground yeah. when I jump. <laughs> but um, I, well, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that celebration. What I also enjoy is Greg Taylor again at Aldi as well. Oh, he was right there. That's two yeah. weeks in a row. Yeah. He has been um, down the corner, massively celebrating a goal down mm-hmm. the corner. And uh, again, I think it, it just highlights as well. You, you mentioned. It. It's easy to look together as a team when you're winning. Of course it of course it does. But if you think of we were actually just talking about that before we come on, I was referencing back to when I went down to or I took the boys to Newport when been we still to train their pre season. And, you know, Ange couldn't have been very long in the dawn by that I mean days. Um the team are training, you know, the likes of Ayer, Christy, Edward were all still there. Covid was still very much at the forefront of what everybody was doing. Various different coaches taking different um, pool of players. You know, I think they were going in fives and sixes and different bosses. It's from that that the team has managed to gather together this team spirit. So, in addition to you know the many new faces that have come in, the conditions originally would you trying out. to build a yeah. build a team wouldn't have been very easy at all. So, I, I really do believe a lot of the credit has to go just to the sheer personality of the manager and, and the culture that he's created. But also, you know, the Witton boys of last year, the likes of Stratton, Kennedy, um, have, have all been in, involved in that as well. And it, I don't think it's fair to give them stick last year and it's not going well, but then not give them any credit this year. They've obviously played their part as well. And I think you can see very subtly the way that Ange goes about things. He's, he's very quick to give them credit too. Yeah.
0: I think so, and I think in addition to that, and just clearly identified the guys who were already in the building that he had to rely on. So, Callum McGregor being the obvious one and the most important one. But to the points you continue to make, my f- Greg Taylor and Anthony Ralston, they were already here. And maybe, certainly, Ralston, one foot out the door. Probably both. Taylor, you know, looking like he was maybe going to be a bit part as well. And they've been as important, you know, yesterday and all the way back throughout the season as any other players because you can't just bring in the new guys and expect them to get it in terms of what playing for Celtic means these guys already know and they'll have played a huge part I think Kyogo said that Ralston's one of his, his biggest pals in the yeah. team for example and there's that connection there because these guys have clearly played a part in welcoming all these new guys to the squad and, and integrating them and making them you know a part of what Celtic is
2: Yeah there was a great interview with Ralston last week actually and it's uh, the part of the team spirit came out in that the the way him and Juranovic worked together and it seems what is setting up in that you know a fairly like isolated position you've you know, we've only got a couple of Left backs or right backs there But no one is the right back You are my right backs And that, that's the kind of attitude to put into it Rather than it's my position And you know we can debate about Who your own preference is and stuff
1: like that But the two of them Both support each other In being the best they can be as right backs I think there was also um, I think it was after one of the European games Might have been the Furnace Farrell game, When Joranovic got interviewed And he was very quick I think he actually mentioned in his post-match interview The fact that Ralston you know Ralston was on the big we without some big players and he mentioned actually mentioned Ralston which if you'd thought that that would have happened at the start of the season yeah. that the Croatian international right back would have been referencing Tony, to, Tony Ralston but I, I do think it's important you know guys like Ralston to go back to you know it might give some of the listeners or viewers some shudders but to go back to the Gordon Strachan kind of focus that had on good men you know sometimes at the best of them actually being good players but good men um, I think there is a wee element of that in Ange as well it seems to be a certain type that he wants to have kind in the dressing of... room and even uh, somebody else I would give a shout out to as well um, even though he's maybe not played as often would be McCarthy in terms of his experience he obviously knows what Celtic's all about as well can only make the assumption that he's been doing his bit in the background because he's obviously not been doing of a lot else on the part nah, but he's, but, a but, but he's he, you know he's obviously been brought in for for a very particular reason so it's just all gelled together so well um, far better than any could have imagined but um, to mention I, I do like the wee sort of romance with Kyogo and, and Ralston you've seen it in the League Cup final Kyogo scored one of yes, the goals right in the park as well mm-hmm. and you even see the wee interactions between them post-match and that as well it's brilliant Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you, you touched on an important part there Miff in terms of well, I, was, I was throwing a lot of mud at the law something, something stick,
0: I've got it good, good. Uh, it was the fact you mentioned about Ange signing the man you know the, the personality because I, I read quite an interesting article a couple of weeks ago about Paddy Roberts and apparently Ange sounded him out and spoke to him Camden, and spoke oh, to him, and basically didn't get the vibe that he was of the character he wanted. I don't know if yeah. he didn't have enough hunger, and I don't know if Patrick, Patrick Roberts is a huge talent and he was great for Celtic, but career wise, he was. I don't know if he's maybe been happy to pick up a couple of checks rather than play a lot of football. I'm not entirely sure. Whatever it was, uh, and I'll tr- trust trust Andy's judgment on are it.
1: You bad mouth and Paddy Roberts. That
0: is correct. That's what the, the man, not the player. Aye, player's a great player. The man, sure he's but a lovely first, man as well. First Celtic exchange walk out of here. <laughs> But the bottom line and, I feel like I've been ambushed here too not <laughs> like But Angie's clearly had a word with him, and that isn't to discredit his character at all, but just he's he's just felt he's not quite the right character for what Andrew's looking. I think Andrew wants hungry guys, he wants young yeah. guys who have got a point to prove who may well end up moving on in you know two, three years' time or whatever. We might get the best out of them and then they move on to pastures new. But he wants guys who are hungry for success right now. What's interesting actually about this Celtic squad and of all the new bodies that he signed, not a lot of them are league winners. I think Juranovic won the league out where he was. Uh, you know, Carter Vickers and uh, Starfelt haven't been winning league titles and, you know, a variety of other guys. I don't know if Kyogo won the league even. I think Hatati won it the last couple of years. I don't know if Kyogo's won things. What he's got is guys that are hung, hungry for success and I'm not sure if maybe Patrick Roberts just didn't quite tick all the boxes. And that's the thing. It's
2: not good enough just to be a good player for Ange. There needs to be a, a full package at play. Yeah, but he's, he said that consistently throughout the season. He doesn't sign players he signs people you know, because that, that's what they are and it's the character he's looking for and that maybe is the trick of jailing 12 players together if you have a check on their, their character first of all because we could have signed, you know I, I have no doubt we were looking for left backs but maybe didn't find someone that had that personality, that character that was going to come in and give a bit of challenge, a bit of, you know, cover to, to Taylor so you can see it through all the guys that are in the team, in the squad
1: that they've got that bit of ange about them, you know I think probably prospective left-backs have had a look at it and went, I'm not going to get a game, I? am going shift <laughs> This is a close shop, can I get
0: in? What I do think's exciting as well, we've touched on a wee bit in, in the last couple of weeks, is what's to follow. You know, got a job to do, a big job to do over the next four games, but we spoke about Abada briefly. Abada's stats are incredible. I think he's one of the league's top scorers on 10. I think Charles Regan Cook's got 13 as a top scorer. He's got a bucket load of assists as well. But he is inconsistent. And I think yesterday almost summed him up. Done nothing, had some poor efforts, snatched at a couple of things, but played a key part in my goal. Say that before, he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. He just he keeps He eh? doesn't get phased, eh? Yeah. He
1: doesn't get phased, always shows up, always shows for the ball, and tries to make an effective contribution. Yeah. And that, by the way, I was i was like, oh, come on, be mad. Because I mean, he, he was howling mm-hmm. <laughs> when he came on it, he, he was bad. Oh, that left foot. And, yeah. and then he goes and does that, and you're like, that's listen, that's it. That's yeah. it's all about.
0: But this is the exciting thing because. He'll now have had a year in Andy's team. Give guys like him, Maeda, Hatati, O'Reilly, a full pre-season with Ange Postacoglu and imagine what's going to come of that. Boys holiday to find a new bird as well. That's <laughs> First first. M- Magaliff. Ma- 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 o- Matt O'Reilly and Nevada going gone to Magali Oh, <laughs> man. I tell? <laughs> Sign me up, lads. Sign me up. Um, but, you know, James, it could be if really exciting. i need
1: a hairy wingman.
0: Keep <laughs> 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 it clean. Um, <laughs> it could be exciting, James, just, you know, once you get these guys, and, you know, obviously we're going to make signings as well, so even Kyogo Keogel. Kyogo's been so impressive but he's he'll benefit from more time under Ange. and it could be a you know a exciting summer in itself in terms of who comes in but it'd be great to see what you know how this team fully gels for version
2: 2.0 yeah I think in any of the last you know few seasons getting a full summer would have been would have been amazing for any of the squads any of the managers but in this particular time when we've got a, you know relatively new manager a fully new squad and it's been non-stop you know three games a week for the whole time you know, until the last you know, few weeks since we are out of Europe, can I think To get that full stretch in the summer, you know, the the psyche, the ethos, the the, the tiny you know, quarter-turn improvements in, in every single player's game, I think, we, and I think we will come out next year and blow everyone away.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. Oh, you're in the party, You're in the paddy. paddy train, uh, man, here. I think it's that seat. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it brings out a wee bit of oh, bravado an and a bit of... Season half, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, Do you what, think I'm wrong? It, well, th- what I will say is, I can't wait to see Hitati and O'Reilly in particular get a pre-season I think and it's very obvious that the two of them kind of need that mm-hmm. because I think you see Ferogic getting that mm-hmm. you know, and working on the range. there has been that improvement in his ability to last the full game or certainly contribute more effectively for a longer period of time I think that's what Hattati and O'Reilly are needing it must have been hard for them to come in and try and get up to speed whilst playing games as well uh, With a um, squad playing football at such a pace Exactly, so um yeah, I, I think it bodes really, really well. I'm just intrigued to see what areas we, we target and strengthen, and I imagine there'll be there'll be several going out the door. I mean, if you look at it from the point of view, those that aren't playing any particular part that are on significant wages, like Barca's Jay Ball and um Sorrow, J- Julian maybe comes into that game. I've always and, thought and it Julian and, and probably McCarthy as well. I don't know if McCarthy. There's a the debate to be McCarthy. I suppose. You know, um, what? What? What is the point? Can I, I mean, think I, th- I think he's A great player If you accumulated them The
2: wages Got them out There's a lot of signs to you know, there's, there's a fair amount That we can do there I'd keep McCarthy around I think there's something To be done there
0: Yeah I think there's a bit Of streamlining to be done But I think in the meantime Angus, he still kept that harmony And that must be hard When you've got guys Who are on the periphery I think James McCarthy Is a good example He looks like a good teammate Despite mm. the fact that he's not Playing a lot of football And I think With his experience He's, he's more often than not On the bench But he seemed, to say he's quite happy to be there's the wrong turn because as a, as a pro and a competitive pro, he's biding his time, he wants to play football. But I think it's clear that guys like him do continue to play a role and galvanise the team. Others that you've mentioned there, Miff, they'll move on and, and I think that'll be right. But yeah, hugely exciting to see what happens in the summer. Um, moving on then, we can now cover the Rangers game if you want, Miff. I know you were jumping the gun little on. Um, first of all, Andrew's speaking to Celtic TV after the game on Sunday and he said, we've got another game next week, which I'm sure everyone's looking forward to. All we can do is keep playing our football and keep winning games. If we keep doing that, then for all of us, we'll get where we want to be. And this was, you know, to the question, have you got one hand in the trophy type thing? And they're trying to put, you know, words in his mouth, and even though that's from the club channel, everyone's getting so excited about, you know, the potential of the title, but Ange doesn't let himself get carried away, is he?
1: No, and it it never does. What you tend to find is, even in in defeat, last week, it doesn't doesn't tend to go too too extreme, either Mm -hmm. way, it tends to just be really, really focused feet in the ground and, and and that is what helps us as fans is that you, you can almost wait to hear from them just to kind of reassure yourself I know I certainly took a lot of comfort out of listening to him last week because it, it was true regardless of how poor we were perceived to have played it took extra time you know get the 90 minutes finishes a draw fairly unlucky not, not to hold on for, for the win even yeah. though we, we, had, we had generally played well below the standard that, that, that we've set this season that can happen that's cup football, and and as a small side note, it makes it all the more remarkable that we won four trebles in a row. You know, it just shows you the, the level do. the level you have to be at in, in order to do that. So, um, but that the whole Ange effect covers many things, not just the style of play, but also the, the man himself and and how he conducts himself and, and the things that he says at the right time. Um, it, it's important for us as fans. Celtic fans are, I would say, pretty highly strong. Um, and, and relentless in terms of their desire for success and I think we've found, we've found a manager who, who who understands that and, and has built a team that, that's capable of handling the demands that the fans put on them because it can't be easy you know the, the start of the season could not have been easy for that squad and for the manager when he was still trying to you know kind of settle in to a role and settle in a new country a new style of and all those things but here we are you know nine, ten months later and, and, and what a difference and, and it's just due to that work that he's done I don't think he's the type of guy that will get carried away like, like I said just at the start the mentality in the team is very much a, a a focus a really, really sharp focus on what's still to come and everything's got to be concentrating in the game we, we've got the, the benefit I know it know was said prior to the semi-final about you know Rangers distraction um, with brag and all that and I think it's slightly different this time is that we've got our our eye on the prize and we know that if we win this game, it's very, very tangible. If you win this game, you've won the league. So that's where the focus goes, whereas Rangers can't give the game that focus. They can't give the game that focus because of what they've got to come. So I I do think in the context of Sunday's game, that we do have things in our favour just as well as playing the game at Celtic Park. And I think Ange will just have the players so, so utterly focused on that it's going to be a good day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just on that note, James, as, as Miff said, it's,
0: it's very clear for Celtic what they need to do. Um And Ange will continue to take it game by game. But just looking at it, you know, factually, four games to go, six-point lead, 19-goal lead. Is it all over if we win on Sunday? Percent, yeah. Uh, it's not
2: mathematical over, that's what I'm saying. Ah, uh, maths are for statisticians and stuff, you know, it's just... You've done stats at uni, no? I did. One, right. So one, I'm asking you, one year. <laughs> didn't, li- didn't like it. No. Uh, nah, Um, what we're going to lose, you know, nine goals in the last three games, not win any of those games, not pick up any points in any of those games. It would seem unlikely. Yeah. So I'll be celebrating Sunday as a title win, and I'll also be celebrating the week after as a title win. So I'll enjoy both.
0: Yeah. Do you
2: feel so, if so that, I mean, I can't remember who.
0: Maybe San Fran uh, Celtic, who follows us on Twitter, good guy. He was saying if we won on Sunday, it's all over. If we draw on Sunday, it's all over. And even if we get beaten Sunday. It's still all over. What's your take on that? Well,
1: that's a very positive take. Um, me being the we, I'm to swear. No. Okay. Um, me being somebody who naturally airs on the side of oh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, Side of caution. Um, no, I would I'm going to say that when when it's over, that's all. Oh, I'll be focusing on. Look, it's going to take a. Collapse of epic proportions for it not to be. Um, all I would say is that r- Rangers' eyes are elsewhere. Um, and in my opinion, I think it was a complete aside the fact that they won that that game at Far Park, probably more a reflection of how poor Motherwell were rather than how excellent Rangers were. Yeah, um, yeah. But that, that that's just got to sound sound better When I don't I don't mean it. I think Rangers picked a team that you know suggested that the eyes were on. We're on Thursday, and and you know that they're both in the race to that's fair play. Um, but we we have our eyes on our particular prize, and I I just I listen, just need one it. Yeah, we just need one
2: on it. it, and the, then we can celebrate The drawn lost chat, you know, that does keep it open, and it's more just out of sheer impatience. I want the win on Sunday. Just let us have this and enjoy it because it's been a long time coming.
0: Yeah, what do you think, uh, the narrative from some? Uh, element of the Rangers fans who are doing a bit of the I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want your league anyway it's,
2: uh, whatever we've got bigger fish to fry the league is the league is the league in every single uh, football division in the world the league is the league and that's yeah. it and they you know it we know it that's what I would say if I wasn't going to win the league <laughs> exactly but would you be expect to be believed? no absolutely not just,
0: just saying what's our creeps yeah somebody Which was asking there was a, a debate on Twitter about so Bayern Munich have won their 10th title in a row and somebody of a buy persuasion was saying, you know, what people say do you ever get fed up winning league titles? The answer is and will always be absolutely not. No. You win your league, it's your bread and butter, I, isn't absolutely. it? Uh, there
2: absolutely. Was, someone was mentioning that during the week or over the weekend about maybe it was like a Southampton fan or something, saying, Do you know get like sick winning? It's like, do you know get sick of never winning anything? Yeah, you know? That's all. Um moving on to one of the pressing questions, Muff. you try
0: to jump the gun. Uh but Kyogo V Jack and Marcus in terms of a starting slot. So you've got an interesting theory and you think they'll go with both? Absolute crackpot theory that I've made up myself, <laughs> but um, this evening uh, Bre- breaking theories. Yep. Um, so, on what it, basis? No basis. Just you've been using the basis of who's
1: available. Well, I'll tell you who's available. I'd my my, Jota, know exactly spark on against Rangers a couple of times he's played against. Him. I don't think there's any chance that
0: he'll drop Jota, mm. any chance at all. In fact, I, I'm, I'm almost certain right now it's going to be Maeda, Kyogo, and Jota. I cannot see past that at all. Maeda, Giacomacus, Jota. Based on what the physicality of the game. Yeah. yeah. But what about the cugoness of the game? He's there, he'll come on after sixty minutes. I think he showed signs of the the sharpness that would come to expect yeah. of him. I, I just cannot see past him starting Kyogo. I think he's he's starting all day long. I, I really it's funny that, that there is a debate because I actually thought I thought you two would just fall into line and say, That is correct, you know, will start, <laughs> let's all move on. But you've got your own stuff going on and, and I credit at you. Least, like that. At least mine is believable. I've got the two of them starting, so <laughs> really want. I, I just don't see that. I really don't. And I think um Jack and Mac has played really well in the couple of games against him and obviously it was disappointing that he, he didn't feature last time out there through injury. But I think he himself, just the way it's going, he he may have lost a bit of his own sharpness. Kyogo's
2: shown, you know, it was sharp, it was what he get sixty minutes.
0: Score. I'll be amazed if Kyogo doesn't start.
2: Yeah, I just I, I thought yesterday was just one point in yesterday's game was disappointing to see my era go off at the same time as Jacky Macus came on because I think that's his link-up guy. Mm, yes, so that that's what I want to see on on Sunday. That's why I want to see Jack. Don't be wrong. Such a Kyogo fan, uh, and I I think Sunday will bring him right back to where he left off in terms of form. Um, but this is the whole thing. Don't worry about picking one; you'll get both. Kind of not not, not, Kyogo for not get both of way John thinks. You'll yeah. get both at different times of the game. If
0: Kyogo doesn't start, I'll let you host the show next time out. We'll see how that goes.
1: Eh, Is that a prize?
0: I don't think we want that. <laughs> that <would be> fun. <laughs> um, in terms of the stats, so league-wise on its own, uh, Jack and has played 16 league games, scored nine goals, and Kyogo played, I think, 15 and also got nine so they're, they're neck and neck in terms of the league stuff. Um, overall, though, uh, Kyogo's got a bit of the edge. He's got 17 goals and five assists. Jack and Marcus 13 goals and one assist. They've both played a, a huge part, but just they're, they're very different type of players, aren't they? You know, it, it really depends what, what Ange sees. The reason I think he will start Kyogo is because, generally speaking, Ange doesn't like to be dictated to by the other team. So if we go yeah. Jack and Marcus and go physical, it's Ange's way of saying we can't handle that side now. of the game. I think he'd rather outskill a team and play his own way. And I just think we can play in a not far more expansive, but definitely a more expansive way when Kyogo takes to the field. Yeah,
2: but we've been shown that they're going to play a physical game against us that we didn't handle. You know, Hamden albeit ably assisted by Mister Madden, but we we didn't handle that physicality. And with Jack and Marcus, I don't think that would have happened that way. We didn't have a number nine at all, at Hamden. That's the mm. problem.
1: I I think um, my mind goes back to that that game in August, which was fairly a fairly turgid affair, but. Um, for a when he went through the middle, caused Rangers all sorts of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first game, yeah. Um, but harsh to judge him on the game. Yeah. No. Sunday pass, judge him you know. He's, yeah. he's come on and tried to make an impact, and you know it, it, it wasn't the only one that, that struggled to do that. But to see him, to see just those wee glimpses of the sharpness, you know, there's another week of training, which is a massive thing for somebody that's been yeah. out that long. That extra week of training back, training with the team, having had those minutes under his belt, then getting the sixty minutes. I think it's quite an exciting prospect. I think it's really fit and fresh for a Ahashi just making those angled runs in constantly. I, th- I think it's
0: really exciting. The bottom
1: line is we've not seen Kyogo... That's why I would play him with Marcus. <laughs> Marcus to the middle. No, no I'm, I'm just saying it might happen. It might happen.
0: It won't happen. We've not seen Kyogo start as a number nine against Rangers. That's the bottom line. He started left wing in August. He came off the bench, you know, last weekend there. We have not seen him start the number nine and I think it's an absolute stick on that will start on Saturday and I, on Sunday sorry, and I think he'll tear them apart. I, I just think Celtic, at Celtic Park. I think there is 700 Rangers fans in attendance. I just think it's all set and, and I can't allow it to be held back for next season till we see Keogh start against I know, them. I get that. Sunday's the time and he'll prove that he's the, the right man for the but job.
2: I suppose this is the, the beauty of what I just put together. I'm more than happy with whichever one of them starts. I, I'm not going to rip up the season book if he starts Jack and Marcus.
0: <laughs> And out and all that kind yeah. of stuff, but ach, nice problems to have and other such cliches. Um, in terms of just the overall approach, then we have touched on the fact that it might get quite physical. There was such a clamour for Beaton to start against Ross County at the weekend. I didn't think he would start, and, and he didn't. And I think it sound, I think Ange's quoted as saying there's a small issue there. I presume he means you know fitness wise, and there's maybe a reason why he's missed the last two squads. Out with the Jackie Marcus and Kyogo debate. We know Ralston will play right back. By default instead of Juranovic Is there anything else Ange can do To make it more physical or robust Or is there McCarthy
2: I don't think he's going to start though he I'm just if, if depends, what you're after. Depends the level He's fitness You know If, if McCarthy's fit And is, is doing 90 minute training sessions there, There's no reason Why he's not he's Experienced guy Knows how this game Should be played Could let McGregor go forward You know
0: There's yeah. You'd be surprised by it though Because I think by and large This team There's, there's kind of Nine positions Are picking themselves For me So you're, you're back four And your goalie set in stone and that, that, That's locked in I think you've got McGregor in the six it's, it's a Is a The
2: question really Because of I don't think it is tiredness.
0: Because Angie plays anyway. there was all aye. this noise last week Hattie came out in the, the media in Japan I'm tired Andrew. no you're not <laughs> minutes, you're not tired you're aye. just at it and <laughs> e- even when it came to the game against Ross County we made a triple sub around about an hour in and Hattie must have it. thought that's my day lads <laughs> and he still stayed on another 10 minutes Ange plays him it's McGregor Hattie and the question mark is who the other is whether it's O'Reilly or Rodic and then you have got the debate up top who the three is it's not a debate it's Maeda it's Keita it's Jota but I just think there's very little change and I do think that's just that's just Ange he's not going to you know fall foul of what they done last week and say we'll need to change the plan he, he said that you know it's no lack of momentum it's no knee reaction we don't change what we do we just continue to do what we've done all season long and continue to do the stuff that's brought us all this success
1: yeah that's why that's why he does what he does and that's why he's been successful at doing what he does um, the, the interesting thing for me around the whole you know the whole midfield thing Hattie for me is just one of those guys that he looks absolutely sublime at times and I thought he did in the first half yes, I thought, he, you know, in a in a tight park he always seemed to be finding that space but you could see second half he was starting to gas and just the things that he was doing with great ease in the first half suddenly seemed to become a really, really big issue there was one, you know, one first time pass he fired into somebody's chest the other one he tried to play a pass it was never on and ended up losing the ball and, you know, I I'm be being a bit harsh there Those are the two examples That, that stick out in my head But He just Seemed to, to Drop off And it was a very very Obvious visual For the, the fan Sitting at home That he's got Just you know Just take him off Just mm-hmm. rest him You've got guys in the bench Just switch up um, I still think there's, there's that wee thing with me As well as McGregor's playing I just think Especially against Rangers, you just get him that wee bit further forward. I think he's he's the man to just... Yeah, but he unload. played for I, uh, play him a lot. Aye. Further I, forward. Aye, I, I just... Um, I think I that just, could uh, be... There's a wee glamour in that for me, especially um potentially for mm-hmm. a playing up front. I think McGregor's the man to kind of
0: unlock. I that. think it could be something that Ange looks at in the summer. He may sign a six. Now, maybe Gucci is that guy. We just don't know. And maybe he's yeah, thought, to I can't risk him at this stage in the season. Uh, we'll find out. But I think whether it's Gucci or somebody else in that role... That, that does allow McGregor to move forward because we've seen some of the great stuff he can offer. Something he's not offering right now is decent shooting, mind you. Some of his shots no, are, are way yeah. over the bar. There was quite a, a bit of that going on actually at Ross County. There's, there's nothing negative to find in the Ross County game as such, but some Apart of the fair. shooting from distance, I aye, aye, so i have found it. A uh, couple for McGregor, the one I mentioned about Taylor, so, Turnbull so had down. a couple of kind of well, woeful yeah, yeah, well. ones on that. So Don't know, maybe they need a wee bit more work on that in the training field. But yeah, moving forward, I think it'll be interesting if he brings in a six to allow McGregor that freedom. Going back to the Rangers game specifically, what would be your areas of concern, James, about Rangers themselves? So they'll have no Roof, injured, no Ramsey. Of course he's injured. We know Morelos is out. I don't know if Balogun misses it after his red card at Motherwell. Depends on the But that takes out a fair bit of their physicality as well. And you'll be left with Sakala up top, who is... No very good To be polite about it No And somebody's convinced him That he is And he's no mm-hmm. he's, he's out Getting all snippy And he put out A wee snidey Instagram about Post Starfield. after yeah. After he's non-goal Against out. Anyway we we'll are not get dragged into it But I know, I, I, I'm completely Abovish to story. Where Where would be the concerns Like wh- who's the danger man Like what do you see As the biggest threat To Celtic on Sunday
2: You know It's just like Yesterday Go out and do our Game as long as we play our game like we did yesterday, like we did you know two weeks before against St Johnson that we did in the first half of this the cup semi final. As long as we run our game, I'd be supremely confident we'll we'll take the three points on Sunday and win the league. Rangers will likely
0: try and approach it, Miff, in a similar way to they did at Hamden. So, this kind of physical approach and John Lindstrom doing what he does, I think he's a good player. He's
2: okay, he's an okay player, right?
0: I don't. uh, we don't know at this moment in time who the ref's going to be. I think it'll be confirmed on Tuesday. There's a suggestion it might be somebody like John Beaton Beaton? Beaton? Who's uh, who's not had his this season I don't think for a Celtic Rangers game. Mm, not sure. But I think generally speaking they certainly don't give it to the same guy twice in a row. So we've obviously had Bobby Madden recently. Willie Callum recently as well. Had a good game. Had a decent game. So whoever it is it could have a you know a, a factor in the result in terms of allowing Rangers or not to take this physical approach. You'd be amazed if they'd done anything but that because it, it worked to good effect at Hampden. So they'll likely come at Celtic Park and try and lay down a marker in the first 5, 10, 15 minutes and see how it plays out.
2: Yeah, but this is what we spoke about, you know, just before we came on here. Your guy, uh, Calack and Calacan, whatever it is, Ross for, Ross County, for Ross County, yep. he came out and absolutely split McGregor in two in terms of like first, first two minutes, just half them in two. And then... Two minutes later, he's done the exact same to Tony Ralston. Mm-hmm. Got his book in, in less than five minutes. He could have been off the park in less than five minutes, but he's got his book in less than five minutes. We never saw him a game the whole game. We've said all season we don't mind teams coming against us, coming up against us and being physical. The ref's got to do his job like the ref did yesterday. That's that, it. I don't have a problem with Ross Gallagher taking that approach because he's got he a job to
0: do, to do for Ross County. But as soon as he picks up his yellow, he goes, I need to rein it yes, in. Sir. The nonsense was that a Hamden-Lindström didn't get even one yellow Let alone two So he could continue that The whole game That's why I think It is important Again I don't want to Kind of dwell on Who the ref might or might not be And, and
1: make that out to be The focal point of the game But it could have a burn Well I think it sets the tone Just it Let's If Rangers are going to come And play that type of game Where they are going to Be physical Which again Like we've said Teams will within Their reach to do It then falls It's the responsibility Of the ref To see Where the line is In terms of what they get away with so that's where it can have the effect in the game And I think that's where it probably um, The balance kind of tipped over a, a wee bit in Rangers favour For the point of view that they, they saw fairly early on or they, they, they certainly picked up for the referee That there was a leniency there To the, the physical rough stuff And, and they really imparted that on us to break up the play Specifically I thought f- for us the, the crucial thing was was Bassey on, on Rogic and mm-hmm. How close he was getting to him how ridiculously close he was getting to him for the point of view that I think I think a couple of times Phil's actually given against Rogic once yeah, Rogich just in. rolled him and, you know just things like that where individual incidents they're not that big a deal it's just like oh it's a break up and play oh it's a f- that's who I fill no oh, it's their phone, oh no that's another one he's done oh, but actually when you look back on it in terms of the way a game develops and the pattern of play and where Celtic were getting success against them at, at Ibrox, those those areas as niggly as it might appear the fact that it doesn't get dealt with effectively early on, means that that just then sets a tone that spreads through the whole team and then, you know, whether, whether it's the back or, or, or the centre half, trying to fire that wee ball into Rogic in half turn, knowing that he's not getting any joy, the ball goes long, the ball goes long, that plays into Rangers' hands and the whole pattern of the game just completely changes. I can't see that necessarily being the case at Celtic Park, given that there will be a very vociferous crowd there on the referee's back, should he decide that um, he's got to let Rangers players get five kicks each at a Celtic player before they get booked. So I I would imagine it will be refereed very differently. However, I go back to the point that we've actually made several times on here today. The most important thing about the Celtic team is this Celtic team having the belief that they're just going to play the way that they've been asked to play. They understand that they've got belief in their manager they've got belief in each other and they've got belief that that brings results I don't see any reason why Sunday would be any different yeah,
0: yeah I think that's well, and I think to your point as well James the biggest obstacle on Sunday is Celtic themselves if we turn up in the way that we know we can do it should should result in a in a home win uh, Muff was James telling you the 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 tinfoil hat on last week <laughs> he, he watched the game back and he's noting all oh, this Madden does this 42nd minute right through the game
1: any it's notes great. on his beard
2: eh? any notes on Madden's beard a strange colour Apparently he's a ginger man
0: Was he? Mm-hmm. Um, all things Nothing said and done <laughs> All things said and done What's your scoreline prediction James? A...
2: 3-1 Celtic Go on Draw
1: Draw <laughs> man. I'm joking. I'm joking I'm joking Have you not learned? 1-0 Celtic 1-0 Bit yeah. nervy uh, Last minute winner
0: Top's half <laughs> i take that all day long uh, I've gone 3-1 as well James that's just my feeling on it. I think we'll we'll go we'll be confident I think we'll pick up a few goals may concede one at the other side depending uh, the aforementioned Sakala what a player uh, but we'll see
1: so we, where's the digs at him coming from?
0: he's Wait. been a bit snidey on Instagram talking about he's Celtic players being flat like. on their feet after he scored his wonder goal they won it last week and the guy's just not a player at all for me So well, he'll get found out on Sunday We'll see how that all uh, comes to fruition uh, If, and it is still an if At this moment James Celtic do on to win the league You might have seen something fun by uh, Cav3128 on Twitter He said that Rangers will just cover up the league table With a wee bit of tape at the top <laughs> As if it never happened So if anyone's not sure this is in reference to Joe Van post-match interview against Wolf, Where Rangers had the brass neck to tape over the cinch sponsor
2: uh, On the backdrop So Don't really know where to go with that It's pretty laughable stuff But it seems to be I like to continue If anyone in your squad In your match day preparation Is thinking about that They're not thinking about What they should be thinking about And that's all the better for us would you think drink out with the tape. Do you think it's him that does that. <laughs> no, but just even the fact that someone is not focused just on winning the game. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, strange stuff. Um Just before we finish, can kind I of usually catch a wee bit of kind of AOB stuff? The, the one kind of bit on news, kind of non Celtic, but of of interest is Roy Keane been heavily linked with the the Hibs job. Would you be into that, myth? Yes, and I work. Jason yes. I'm a huge Roy Keane fan. Yeah, it'd be for interesting times, wouldn't it, James?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much of it's paper talk. I don't know if it would happen. I think it would be. Box office for Scottish football in terms of, I mean, a guy who's going to come up and see a lot of truths that need to be said in Scottish football, you know, he's a guy to say them. Yeah, there was a couple of links in terms of
0: guys like Bruni and John Kennedy even with the, the Hibs job. I think they can't gamble. I, I don't think they can get down that rookie road at this moment in time, Kings, can they? He's potentially a gamble as well, to be fair. He's a million percent a gamble, yeah. but it'd
1: be a fun gamble all the same. If you're only going to give a manager four months and. Okay, a transfer nice. window That's... that they've been appointed three days before Then every appointment's got to be a gamble Yeah yeah. I thought it's
0: not the time for it But you've seen Ron Gordon speaking last week About the Maloney sacking And it's just It reeks of non-footballing guys Making football decisions And, and that will never sit well So I think it, you know, Whether it's Keane or somebody else People will be a wee bit wary of taking the Hibs job You know Once they catch
2: that <laughs> That kind of chat You might be thinking I'll sign Keane Doesn't matter as long as we stay up And I sell season tickets well, they'll, they'll certainly stay up, but it's it's what they look to do moving forward and, and how ambitious. But you may not be thinking be. about it; you may, may be thinking commercially that will get me the season tickets in. We'll see,
0: Muff. Um, so it's been a long old season; still four games to go yet uh, out of the thirty-eight game campaign. But how are you feeling
1: about it all just now? Um, how am I feeling? I do like I, I would say the the word that James used is a very accurate one. I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want it done. Yeah. End of. That's, That's how I'm feeling.
0: James,
2: do we need to be careful about getting ahead of ourselves ahead of Sunday or, you know... Yeah, we've been watching football a long time, you know. There's there's nothing done till it's done. Uh, yesterday was a real settler for me. You know, that was really important to get those three points and, and settle things down. So, yeah, it's moved from confident, nervous yesterday to confident and patient now so there's there's work to be done but we've got guys to do it
0: Yeah, a huge win at Ross County and we can all now look forward to Sunday So mathematically Celtic are now just two wins away from winning the Scottish Premiership title an achievement which many would have thought impossible after half a dozen games of the season As he always does though Andrew will be taking it one game at a time as he looks to bring the title back to Celtic Park at the first time of asking Let's see what Sunday brings Thanks to Miff and James for joining me today and thanks to you for your continuing support of the Celtic Exchange. If you're enjoying the show and want to help us spread the word, please do so by sharing this episode far and wide with your Celtic support network. It really goes a long way to helping us do what we do. But in the meantime, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Network.